Hello and welcome to Don't Get Any Ideas, the podcast for creative civic change, an experimental funding programme that has supported 15 communities to shape, lead and commission creative interventions to make positive change where they live. I'm George Hill and I'm an artist. And I'm Heather Peake and I'm also an artist. And we're from Creative Kingswood and Hazel Lees in Corby, just one of the community projects that we'll visit in this series. George, we haven't done this for a little while, have we? So um, we're recording this new podcast on a beautiful spring morning. What's it like in Corby? Again, it's beautiful here. It's lovely. It's crisp. It's a crisp morning. It's, um, it's, it's lots of blue sky and spring is in the air. Yes. Have you been walking through the woods? Every day, every day. I try and get a little bit of walking in, you know, walking talks, do lots of little walks and talks with them. Um, Friends and family, yep. The woods are beautiful at this time of the year. They're beautiful at all, all times of the year. For those of you listening, I'm in near Hay and Wye in Herefordshire, and obviously, um, you know, George is in Corby. And for those of you that don't know Corby, you might have one idea about it, but actually, but it's actually an incredibly green and beautiful town, and was kind of designed, wasn't it, with with estates with woodlands in between them. Yeah, and um, that. That so being that close to woodland and that being part of your walk into town has always been a really big part of your creative civic change group, hasn't it? Yes, and walking and talking was 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 a big thing during the pandemic and after the pandemic mm. as well. So we did we did um, a lot of walking and talking. We're as you can hear, we're doing this particular podcast remotely, and um, we're um, really happy to have Jane with us. Hello, Jane. Hello. Good morning, Jane. Where are you in the world, Jane? Hello, hello. I'm I'm right, way down west, uh, right on the toe of the country in Cornwall, mid Cornwall, um, Par Bay. And I bet you're it's spring down there now, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. Out. Yes, well, um, it, spring does it comes early here, which is lovely. Um, apart from all the rain we've had recently, uh, but um. Yeah, it's beautiful now. There's, it's just bird song everywhere, um, and um, well, I, mean, I live quite close to some woodlands that they're sort of behind the house, um, and yeah, it's lovely. You know, we get all sorts of wild animals coming into the garden and eating all the flowers, <laughs> but it's great. So, yeah, it's lovely. Lovely to see everything waking up again. Jane, I visited you. We went down like a couple of years ago, didn't we? You know, is it? As part of the Creative Civic Change programme, and we spent a few days down there. I think there was there was three of us, and then Khadija joined us as well, me, Kate, and Lola, and it was a wonderful, wonderful time. Yes, oh, we had a lovely time. Yeah, high time we did it again. Yes, and we we, we have set that intention. One of the um, extraordinary things I think about CCC George that I is that every CCC group is in a very different geographical it's geographically spread across the across England so each one is very specific to its place I think yes um so um the you know where Jane is we visited loads of them it's very different visiting Jane to visiting um going to Grimsby or going down to London you know yeah and be all being in Birmingham or Stoke um I suppose there's and I suppose the um the really good work happens is when is is when those 
um, groups are very specific to the place that they're in and the things that are needed there and the people that are there as well. Absolutely. Um, and so very specific, is beautiful things happen in each of those places. Mm, yes, yes. Well, sense of place is, it's it's vital, isn't it? Sense of place, because I mean, uh, especially, you know, during lockdown, you know, because it's part of our identity, where we're from, and it shapes us, doesn't it? You know, we're part of our own landscapes, aren't we, really? We were just visitors, aren't we? We were guests on, on the landscape or in the landscape. Yeah, definitely. So, Jane, <laughs> you have been involved in Creative Civic Change um, since the beginning. You, 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 uh, the Park Creatives, wasn't it, is a project that you were involved with? Park Creatives was a Creative Civic Change group, isn't it? Yes. Or it was, it, it was. It's finished now, isn't yeah. it? But, you know, I'm... I'm I'm sure you'll still be engaged in creativity. So could you speak on or let let us and the listeners know about what you were involved in within the Creative Civic Change programme? Yes, yes. Oh, it was wonderful. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, a teacher by trade um, and um, teaching from home. And um, when uh, 2019, I think, is when it all started, I, I just kind of got asked to, to go along to this meeting and you know and find out about creative things going on in the area and um it was lovely it was a lovely group of all local artists all keen and really enthusiastic and we had a lovely group um and we decided to 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 divide ourselves into three sections uh, one was history one was um crafts and oh my gosh, I can't even remember what the other one was now. Um, but yeah, in the oh, and one was events. That was it. There were the three things. But in the end, it did all kind of merge back together again. Um, and the first thing I did um, was because I was doing I was doing um, a course at the time, uh, creative writing, and so I thought, right, I'm going to put myself out there and do some poetry workshops. And the very first thing I did was an intergenerational poetry project, which involved running workshops in a couple of local care homes and then um, running workshops with local guides and brownies. And the, the question I put to them all each week was, what does Christmas mean to you? And we came, you know, we approached it from, um, a different angle each week so one week would be presents one week would be family and things like that um, and the the brownies and the older people worked separately to start with weekly workshops and then at Christmas we all came together and they they all read their poems to each other and it was lovely and um, uh -huh. I mean I, I've, I've got what I can read you a little extract from one of those poems if you'd like me to well this this was written. Yes, please, Jamie. Yep. Oh, brilliant! This was written um, at at a care home, and putting these poems together was a bit more tricky because, um, whereas the children just naturally come up with lovely, vibrant poetry, um, it was a lot more to do with memories with the people in the care homes, and so it was then a matter of piecing together their memories in trying to put it in a sort of a poetic form. And uh, well, this this was written by. Um, Doreen, Jean, Val and Pam. So these are words and memories from them about Christmas. And this was about school at Christmas to start with. School was strict, but it was always good at Christmas time. The children could do what they liked in classes of 50, sometimes 60. 
and with just one teacher to keep us in line. Present swap happened every year because sometimes Santa got it wrong and we'd fill the table with what we didn't want, then take what others had brought along. Everybody was happy that way. Not everyone had Christmas. Buying with coupons was hard and some poor children were orphans whose parents were lost in the war. You had to be careful with them. But the lonely were always invited and no one was ever ever alone. We all knew our neighbours and there was always room for one more. That's if they wanted to come. And that's just a, an extract. Um, and it was lovely because the... Lovely. It, well, it gave the... It gave the the children chance to see what it was like you know because living in an age where kids you know lots of kids seem to have so much more now um it really opened their eyes and it was so lovely to the, the whole aim of the project was to get um the the people that are furthest apart generation wise to come together and uh, it that the day when they all met up was really wonderful that the just the smiles on their faces you know and the way they readily interacted with each other, it was smashing. And so that project then spurred me on um, to do to do another one. Um, and that was the that was the big projects then. Um, Liz, our, our project manager, she just phoned me up one day um, during lockdown and she said, um, you know, what about Samuel Pepys's diary? She said, think about that. Couldn't you do something to do with writing? And, um, you know, and um, come up with a way of logging everything that's happened, you know, and what's going on for people to read in the future. And then the, <laughs> she said the infamous words, make it big, make it as big as you can. And so um, I just started thinking and, well, you know, knowing several of sort of the local artists, um, it was just, well, we need to use lots of different art forms not just writing so that everyone gets a chance to express themselves and so we 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 devised the covid and beyond project yeah. um and we had um some very dear friends lynn and susie did drawing workshops and um molding with clay and then uh, my daughter felicity did uh, creative recycling and also isolated improvisation and then um, they were all on zoom it sounds crazy but all of that was on zoom and then um another lady called jill jill butler she did um what was going to be the centerpiece of the whole project where we we created a giant ceramic urn and then we broke it into pieces and then gave the pieces out to people um, you know, put it on their doorsteps with paints and then they could decorate each piece how they wanted and then write on the back their feelings and what was going on in their minds or how they felt at the time. Then we had all the pieces back. We put it all back together and slapped it on a wall at the local co-op and it's beautiful. Um, and at the side, Jill has put all of everything that people wrote on the backs has been put on separate tiles all around it. And so that was to represent how fractured our society became and how we were all isolated and lonely, but how how we're going to come through it. It was like a message of hope, how we all pulled together. And so the pieces came back together and created the whole with all the scars from where the cracks were, but one beautiful giant hole. 
and um, we had we had some problems creating it because we had a few different ideas of how to design it. But in the end, sticking it on the wall was the best thing because it's still there now. And every time I drive past, there's always people there looking at it and reading what it says. Um, yeah. Um, so it's that was lovely. Really was lovely. Um, and then Lynn and Susie did. Um, they did. They they sent blocks of clay out to people, slabs of clay, and people made their own little tiny clay rooms and put inside things from their memory, and so that was. And then we had all those back as well afterwards, um, and then they did um, drawings. Um, oh, they used yoga practices and all sorts in their um, workshops, so that people would you know that people were drawing that they had drawing with their eyes closed self-portraits with your eyes closed things like that all different ways of expressing themselves um and then felicity did um junk modeling with children and making that they made things like play-doh soap um and um, bumblebee hotels and just really creative ways of recycling what parents on a low budget have got at home and can use and then our isolated improv was just off the wall it was crazy we had people um from all over the, the country joining and we just used to do improvisations online and those evenings were just well we just everyone was just peeing themselves laughing really <laughs> just, <it was> just <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then for my bit, I um, I did a poetry workshop, weekly poetry workshops, um, again, getting people to express themselves. And we had themes that we'd write about um, and then a writing exercise where I'd sort of set out some not really rules, but just a list of things to think about. And then they'd get five minutes to write this poem. Bearing in mind, a lot of these people had never written poetry before. Um um, some some had as well. We had diff, you know completely different age ranges and abilities, um, but it was a lovely space and everyone you know really supported each other. And then at the end of the project, we when we were out of lockdown, we had a massive celebration where we just displayed everything that everyone had done, and then and we got the people um, that lived in Pudsey. They came down and did drama with us and. It was a fantastic time. But what I think is the best thing is that I met you guys. <laughs> and that was that, that was that was purely by chance, wasn't it, really, George? <laughs> yeah, and you, you can tell that story in Tim Morton, you and Tim Morton, wasn't it? Yes, yes. We were in one of the um, Creating Civic Change peer learning sessions and um, they sent me and Tim off into a little room you know, they split us all up and we just got chatting and Tim Tim said poetry and of course I said, Oh, right, well while we're on Zoom, you know, we could all get together and, and Tim Tim was really excited about it too. And so he got in touch with George and I mean that's what was the one brilliant thing to come out of lockdown is whereas our projects would have all been purely local, lockdown meant going on zoom we we were nationwide you know we just met so many people and have made so many lovely friends and connections yeah and international because like jeff for example would join us from you know where, wherever he was jeff jeff as well he would join us from abroad as well wouldn't he so it was really yes 
Yes, because he's always on holiday. Yeah, he's, and he always joins us, doesn't he? So, um, Jane, you were saying there about the intergenerational thing and the importance of that, you know, that, that sharing of um, um, experience and it, because isolation is a big thing, isn't it? You know, there's a lot of people isolated and bringing folk together intergenerationally is, is wonderful. So that, that seems like was a highlight for you. Is that a real highlight? It was lovely. It was, I mean, that was before lockdown, but it was lovely because, I mean, we live, um, we've got a very, very um, diverse community here because we've got, we get a lot of really wealthy people um, with holiday homes, you know, um, who come here and lots of really wealthy people retire mm. here. But then on the flip side of that, there's a, there's a real poverty here in Cornwall as well with lots of families, you know, needing food banks and, um and so it it was um it was a way of really giving that sort of the the poorer section of community the more disadvantaged section you know the people that don't have um, can't just have things and buy things it was a way of getting those people together really as well and you know letting them feel like they have a voice yes. you know one of the things that i've been thinking about jane when you're talking is how incredibly creative everybody is yes you gosh, know yes so i feel like i've heard so many stories about all different people in all different communities being incredibly creative like like even for you to say oh we had an isolated improvisation session over zoom yeah that's that's most extraordinary <laughs> the thought that that happened and how also the, in all the ccc groups people when they were when creativity became a thing like it was a thing rather than just it became officially a thing because because you're doing creative civic change how Extraordinary is that people the the range of things that people want to do. Yes, definitely. Yes, and I think it and it's um and doing it on Zoom made it accessible to so many more people as well. I think which was lovely and people that that perhaps wouldn't have got involved if they'd had to go into a hall or somewhere, you know. So that 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 was you know it was great really. We we had the best of both worlds really. Do you think as well that, um, and this will perhaps lead us into this beautiful project that you and George have been doing together, that the being create the creativity was really important um, in expressing how we were feeling at that time, because it's a conduit. I always think about it as a conduit. I'm an artist, and it for me all arts therapy, personally, but it's also a, a, a way of expressing um and that people felt that that was a really in a way like it's a it's a better way than just directly talking about things is to make and to to channel it through creativity yes yes definitely because it's uh, it gives people um it's not like having a direct conversation is it? it gives people chance to pull back and ponder and then get back in again and and quietly contemplate while they're creating whatever it is they're doing um that they've got that that inner sort of sanctuary where they can contemplate and think and actually work out how they're feeling 
uh, yeah, it's definitely it's it's vital. It's really important. Um, uh, yes, and as we said, you know, lots of people um, started creating. Who you know, the first thing they'd say was, "Oh, I, I, oh, I, I don't write poems," or "Oh, I, I can't use clay. I can't draw." And then there they were, you know, doing it all, and and then feeling really proud of themselves as well for doing it. It was oh, it was wonderful, really wonderful. <laughs> I found that because um, I worked with all the groups at different stages and for different amounts of time, um, that I would mention because you, uh, Jane and George, you you started working together through poetry, and I would mention this myself I wasn't part I don't write poetry but um but I'd mention it that it was going on I remember mentioning it to Daddy Ray who's in Birmingham and um just meant just in passing that was happening and she's saying to me oh I write poetry and I had no idea that she wrote poetry you know she's part of the group she's part of our group (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) well can you tell us all Jane and George about the cross-pollination poetry group well, yes, it, it all started with, with Tim, um, and then then we had a Zoom. He he got George, and and we had a Zoom together and talked about it. And we started in February. Oh gosh, uh, February twenty twenty one. That's when that's when cross pollination poetry was born, and the name the name was chosen by one of my poetry from Parbay people that's the that's what I did with COVID and beyond and um, because a lot of them joined um, and it began as people from Corby were then going to share their poems with my poets from Parbay poetry and so we thought cross-pollination poetry would be a really good name because we were going to that's what we we're going to be doing um, and it just well it just grew that the first session was very very open mic night very friendly very supportive and lovely but you know there's a whole like list of poets waiting to read out their their words um whereas now sort of um two years on um it's just the most it's evolved into the most wonderful friendship group um, where new people come along and they're just welcomed with open arms and we sit there and we chat we chat about all sorts of things then we have some poems some someone might do some music or or someone might read you know something they've read in the paper or something and we, it's just a wonderful sharing session um, and um, it's a really safe space we all feel that we can really talk openly about stuff and read our poems um without fear of you know anyone being horrible or anything it's so supportive and last night we we did um an open mic sesh last night and uh i suppose our most celebrated poet of the group who writes this most amazing poetry he said that um coming along to the group uh, he said he just wouldn't probably do it if he didn't come to the group you know so it's he writes specifically so that he can come along and read and and it's wonderful but um we also had um it, it's all ages and one lovely young girl from my poetry group she joined and she was there at our first open mic night um and she just blew our socks off my goodness she she just read this such a powerful poem and um 
she she really struggled during lockdown she found it very difficult and she's incredibly wise for her years i think she was she was 9 years old when she wrote the, the first poem um for our group and um well yeah such wise words would you like me to read it yes um right she she's called frida and this poem is about how she uses poetry to express her her anger if she or, or her other emotions and it's called the poem that spoke me she's got much better delivery than me if she was reading this it would be 10 times more amazing um bored silence rolled around the house found or given i stumbled upon the book it read me scammed my soul my pen flowed words just like a stream. My memories bubbled up inside my mouth. The poem spoke me. Crammed up memories banged down the cellar door. The pen moved my hand. My thoughts unleashed. The world endangered. My pen dropped wordless as my thoughts died down. She was nine when she wrote that. Frida, wonderful Frida. Yes, and, and she she doesn't come along every time because she's you know she's well she's older now and she's always got things swimming classes and all sorts but she comes whenever she can and she still blows us away <laughs> she's wiser than any of us i think <laughs> but yeah it's it's just it's just a lovely lovely space and and through through doing the the poetry we then um creative creative civic change then asked us to get together and write poetry at one of the, the events. Oh, and that was just amazing because it, it gave us all a chance to meet up. And um, I think there were there were eight of us in the end, four people from Par Bay and then four people from Corby. And, um, oh, it was lovely. We all, you know, we met up, we had a fantastic time and we walked around, we were roving poets and we walked around the events just speaking to people and catching their phrases and their thoughts. And then we all put them into poetry. And on the last, the last day, we, we got up and we performed everyone's words and you could see people in the audience recognising their bits and they really appreciated it. You know, it was lovely. It was a really lovely way of bringing the whole massive group together it was great fun <laughs> some of the um some of the groups that i worked with started their meetings with poetry and um and i as something so um it you know when you when you hear a poem you you begin it changes the whole energy of me of being together like thinking about you walking around that that huge group of people meeting, but knowing that there's a sort of like poetry being threads of poetry being spun into something. I always, I, I even now, yes. I, I well, I feel like it should all meetings or groups should always begin that way, because um, it goes because yes. that poem you just yeah. read, but that sort of reaches inside, doesn't it? And it sort of begins you there. Yes, Wait, and you sort of think it just makes you stop and reflect and just take care about how you're going to the next move that you're going to make or the thing you're going to talk about. Well, the thing is, I mean, creative civic change didn't just give us a platform, really. They they've encouraged us all the way through, and it it felt a bit to me like um, 
oh, they always talk about down here about people like Daphne du Maurier um, and those sort of people that used to write romantically about Cornwall, how that then caused um, trains to start bringing people down here. Um, and so in a way, it, it's I feel that that's what creative civic change of like created like arteries for us. Um, or you know, like a railway system where we can all we all meet and we all connect, and and it just broadens the whole spectrum, doesn't it? We've got so many more connections now because of them, you know, because and and they they positively encourage us to do that, don't they? To, to meet and get together and and look at each other's practice. Well, yeah, I mean, again, I've referred to I've referred to um, Grace before. You know, Grace, who was um, the person that coordinated a lot of the, all of that. So, getting the groups in touch with one another, uh, making sure that we could change plans if we needed to, and just have been. And so, it's a, as I always say, shout out to Grace. You know, and and the team at Local Trust for allowing and enabling um, and supporting us to do this um, creative or be on this creative journey, which we are still continuing and hope to continue up here in Corby, as you are, and I'm sure all the others are, you know, in one way or another, because the benefits and the value of creativity, um, are, 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 it's just, it blows my mind sometimes, to, from my own point of view, how it's impacted my life and, and, and those around me, you know, so, and, and getting to work with yourself, Jane, and, and Heather, and Art, Art who has done a lot of the background work and getting these together, which is a shout out to Art as well, you know, so thank you for that. But the whole creative process has taken me into a new, um, it's like an adventure every day, you know, when I wake up, I, I feel excited about creativity, and I put a large part of that down to the opportunity of creative civic change. It's stretched us all, hasn't it? It made us all take steps in directions that we perhaps wouldn't solve i mean i you know i've I, i've got a job now working um as a coordinator at a warm hub and um i would have never thought of doing that before but i absolutely love it and i'm a, i'm allowed to bring in poetry and and music and you know there so it's um it's i'm still still working you know within my own field at the same time and it's lovely, and, you know, a regular paid wage, which I wouldn't have had before, you know. It, it's great. It's great. Jane, you are a musician as well. You do music as well. You forgot to say that. So you're not, you say, a teacher by trade, but you, within that teaching thing, you, you, you do the, the, the music That's thing, it. the poetry thing. So there's a real, um, yes. your CD is, yeah. is, is, is what, and you, you're, yeah. And I'm really pleased that you've got that work because it's valuable work that you're doing, you know, with, within your community yeah oh i love it i love it and we've just the funding's extended indefinitely now so we, first it was a just a six month trial to start with but we're carrying on now which is great yeah i mean i i i was um used to teach music and english um before but now i've just got a tiny tiny handful of music pupils now because i'm just so busy everywhere else now you know so it's lovely it's lovely it's it's a change that you know at, at sort of 57 years old i wasn't expecting so it's wonderful it's lovely new lease of life <laughs> and heather heather from you heather can i just bring bring you in here and just ask you a question about you know 
if you we talk about the hover above thing and we do those hover above conversations, but looking in on the 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 creative civic change program and all the different geographical locations that they're in, you must have seen some interesting um you know lovely moments you know and so just from an art your perspective what what's your thoughts on that i think um one of the things that um was i've really i've learned so much like it's just changed everything actually there's been a huge mm. i'm in the middle of something at the moment which i can't quite tell you about which is like a massive change that's going to happen and i wouldn't it wouldn't have it's a new i've got a new i've got a job and and um i i wouldn't that would never have happened i'm so similarly to your story jane yeah um but which it'll all it'll come out in the next couple of weeks something sort of extraordinary that's happened to me um so that has happened i think one of the things that um i got the opportunity to do is to work with loads and loads of artists but not artists that i would normally have worked with so because our, our worlds were different they didn't overlap and um so i've got to work that as that has been the biggest learning for me and the most joyous part of creative civic change you know i i i working with artists who are not dissimilar in background to me but but the art world itself you know the art and professional art world is quite quite difficult to, pe- to penetrate really and to be part of whereas in creative civic change i just worked with hundreds and hundreds of artists all over the place you know um and um and they also understood the sort of um many many facets of why you become an artist you know and what creativity means so um that was the best that was the best thing i've just completely widened my circle in terms of who i work with george included you know totally um and um it, it really i felt comfortable I felt really comfortable and in, in working um, with all the with all those different people. Um, it, it felt right, yeah. So I've suddenly sort of felt like, oh, I've got, I can. Um, it was m- and having conversations about art and about create, like uh, like really talking about art and creativity, but f- with with you know in a kind of like um, way that was just unrestricted in whatever you wanted to say about it as well, which is not the art world. Thank you, Heather. That's great. And just want to say um, that it's been great to hear you, Jane, and share time with you. Heather is also, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure to, to meet up with you and arts there as well. So we should mention art again, you know. So um, is there anything you would like to say finally, Jane, on, on creative civic change or, or just whatever you want to say? The, the platform is yours. Oh, well, well, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me along. It's been lovely to chat about it because um, I love talking about it because it's changed my life, you know, totally changed my life. Um, uh, without without creative civic change, I would probably be, you know, stuck doing something that wasn't that fulfilling and and it's wonderful. I love it. And, and to know that there are people out there that, that the projects have also reached, you know, it, it's the way it disseminates out through the local society and beyond, as we know now, miles and miles beyond. It's fantastic. It's lovely. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jane. And he- Heather, Heather, would you like to say anything just as a final 
reflection or uh, joyous was a word you used as well. So there's been a lot of joy, hasn't there? And actually, there wasn't many naughty notes in this little conversation, but, you know, they exist. But the joy tops it all, doesn't it? The joy tops it all. Yeah, I think so. And I think that although, I mean, life's full of knots, yeah, it's really knotty and we've had a really tricky time. But I think if you have art and creativity with you, which is what we all had, the knots are, are not so unknottable, actually. You know, like you could, you have time. And what we're doing right now, which we haven't been, which we haven't done in the other podcasts, is we've got a little space and we're reflecting. And reflection is all part of the creative process. So um, it's been really lovely to reflect with you, Jane and George. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So, uh, and, and on that note, we will say ta-ta, goodbye, and goodbye, Cornwall. We'll be there soon sometime, Jane, and Heather, we will meet up as well, and we'll all meet up again. Um, yeah, so thank you, Creative Civic Jane. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been a, it's, and we'll, we'll get, I think just to add that we've got one more to go, we'll get that in, and then we'll get these published and we'll share them far and wide. Thanks for listening. This has been an episode of Don't Get Any Ideas podcast, part of Creative Civic Change, an experimental funding programme supported by the Community Fund, Kaloost Gulbenkian Foundation, Esme Fairburn Foundation and Local Trust. Do join us again as we travel the country sharing stories of change through art and creativity.